Welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Energy Officer Show. I'm your host, Grant Parr, with my co-host, Graham Betchart, John Costanzo. What's going on, fellas? We're back at it again. Let's go. What's up, G? What's up, John? Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Conscious Energy Officer Show. This is a mental skills training show for police officers, so we're super grateful you're here. We kind of go over some foundational mental skills you'll hear us talking about all the time, kind of referencing a little bit. Our first one is focusing on what you can control. You'll hear us saying that all the time. What's important now? Our second one is being present or playing present or policing present. That's literally being where your feet are, like learning to, to really perform in the moment. Our third skill is next play speed. That's the ability to bounce back to the present when you lose your focus because we, we lose our focus all the time. And the fourth skill is palms down, right? Choose in our response, not just reacting to the, all the emotion, actually learning how to de-escalate from within and being palms down in all the scenarios and situations we're in. So we're going to reference all these skills throughout the show. And John takes us through different scenarios, different stories, different situations to apply all this stuff. So grateful to be here right on Grant, right on John, and grateful to see you guys. John, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? How you guys been? Great. Good, man. Very good. good. Doing great, man. So, uh, Today, we're going to talk about uh, the process. I recorded uh, the previous podcast episode. I went into more details about it. So if you're curious, you can, if you're watching, you can go back and, and watch that last one. But I'm going to bring in a story and then we're just going to break it down with the mental skills and the process that we, we run officers through. So uh, I'll just jump into the story. I um, received a call for a man that was uh, assaulted. He got pepper sprayed. Uh, while on public transportation and there was another agency he was out with. And when I arrived, um, obviously very upset, the medics were treating him. Um, you know, I, I connect with him, try to figure out what happened. We have to establish the, the venue where it happened, you know, the story behind it to write a report and then get it to the detective so they can investigate it and find out who did it. Right. So as I'm asking him questions and connecting with him, I'm giving him some time because he's very emotional in this, in this process. Pepper spray, it's brutal. I mean, coming into the academy, most officers, at least back in the day, I don't know how they do it now, but we would have to get sprayed. And it is, it is a brutal 48 hours. Well, I'd say 24 hours. It, it hurts. I bet. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, fire needles in your eyeballs it really stings oh my god <laughs> so your, you your eyes are open for like a full day when you get pepper spray yeah it it, it lasted a, it lasted a good 24 hours wow yeah and instantly your eyes shut so you know it's so i felt for the guy you know he was he was upset and i i totally understand so um as i'm asking him questions he was he was pretty calm but he was he was semi short in his answers. And then out of nowhere, he just snapped. Mm. And we were like three feet. We were, we were pretty close. And he snapped. And I was like, whoa. I looked at the officers from the other agency and they, they all got alert. Right. And so I just, I took a step back. I felt, I felt the feeling. I palms down. I just let him have his moment. Right. And, you know, we always talk about breathing and being yeah. that was a, that was a challenging moment for me. I got mm -hmm. tested there and I, 
I just, I held that space. And I, I think that's, that's critical in these moments that we talk about, yeah. you know, the process, because while you're trying to disarm this person's fear, because you're the, you're the cops, right? Cops, uh, you know, you write tickets, people are in trouble. You're responding to the scenes when it's, it's not a good day for some people, you know? So everybody's a little heightened and it might not necessarily be you, but there's a lot of feelings going around, you know? And that's where these mental skills come in. So when you're disarming the fear, trying to connect with them, these feelings might come out. So how do we respond to that? You know? And so I'll pause the story there. We could talk a little bit more about this using the skills and then I'll continue it. Cause there's a, there's a good, there's a good finisher to it. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. It's um, walk us through the process a little bit. I think, I think a really, a really big one is like, cause I think this makes sense with clarity, right? We, we get hit with fear or things feel escalated. And it's like, yes, this is that moment to choose our response, right? This is the palms down moment, which is what that is. John, can you walk us through the process a little bit, like step by step, what that looks like for you kind of and what you do? Yeah. Um, it, you know, it all starts with the foundation and the foundation is ourselves, right? It's that inner control disarming your fear. You know, when you get presented with something, when somebody reacts you know, with their feelings or emotions or mindlessly, how we're choosing our response, right? Calm, cool, and collected. This is the foundation, right? In this, going to the scene, you're setting yourself up for success by staying present in the moment, you know, palms down. You're coming in with this energy that's, it's very, it's, it'd be similar to, a lake that's just calm, you know? There's a storm going around and the lake is just calm. This is the inner control. So we start there and then we connect with this person, but we know that they might be in fear. You know, just like as an officer, if you get pulled over by another officer, naturally we feel this feeling like, oh man, I'm in trouble. You get a little nervous, right? So imagine how the public would feel. They're probably very nervous, at least equally as nervous as you are, right? So we need to disarm their fear. Now, how do we do that? We connect with them, right? We don't try to control them. We connect with them. And there's many ways to connect with somebody, but we're there for a reason, right? So we talk about competitive collaboration, working together, you and them versus the problem. Once you connect, then we go to working, working on the, on the problem, right? And so we work together. It's not you versus them. It's you and them versus the problem. And then from there, we bridge the gap, right? We keep showing up. No matter what, we see this person again, we keep showing up. We keep connecting with them. We don't just show up when there's a problem. We show up and we have a conversation, you know? And that's really writing your own story. Mm. And that's where, it, that's where it comes off to the end of the process. You keep showing up. Now you're rewriting the story. You're writing the story of how police officers are viewed within the community. You're not just showing up when there's a problem. You know, you're connecting with the community, this person, this incident, you know, all, all of these things. And, hey, 
how you doing today? Simple stuff like that. You're there to serve. So that's generally, that's the process. Yeah. You know what I love about that as I'm listening to is, and we've talked about this a lot on previous episodes, for the process to be the process, for the process to work, it all starts with engaging and activating the energy. I think the process doesn't really come alive if you don't activate that energy. And so everything you were saying is about how like you come in and kind of just activate the energy. Yeah, I like that. It's a great process, John. I think just starting with like that inner control and, you know, because and another thing, like all of this makes sense when we're sitting here calm and we've all heard that expression, you know, when you're in your feelings. Right. So all of this, of course, changes like when your feelings hit. Right. That's when the inner control really matters. Right. And, and that's when it counts. And that's that kind of personal responsibility. Right. And that's that like knowing, hey, even before the feelings hit. You already know at some point they're going to hit and I'm, I'm going to choose my response when they do. I'm going to disarm myself or I'm going to I'm going to calm myself and cool myself. And that's what we call holding space. You, you've made you've said this a few times, John, early on holding space. If you can have that inner control with this process during the palms down process, now you're holding space, right? You're creating space. You're leading. I mean, to me, that's what leadership feels like is taking that responsibility for yourself and then holding that space. And it is pretty cool to watch what happens when you hold that space, totally. you know, and, and that's what makes it easier to do this work is because once you, once you, because the first time you do it, right. If you're just, it's, of course it's challenging. Once you start to realize what happens on the back end, how positive it is, it gives you that juice, that motivation, that drive to be like, okay, that's why I want, I need to choose my response right now. Even though I'm feeling a lot, feeling fear, feeling like, you know, fight or flight, I'm going to, I'm going to palms down through this whole thing because now I'm going to create space. And so you're thinking more in terms of, let me create space in every situation I'm in and creating space is, is that control that we're seeking, right? It's really inner control, but by creating that space, it's it's you are now the alpha of of the situation, which is someone who can harmonize that energy. So just grant going back to what you're saying, energy and John, what you're saying, it does start with energy. Right. It's the name of our show. Conscious Energy Office. Right? Right. <laughs> There's a reason we call it that. There's right. a reason yeah. because that is the bottom, bottom line. That's it. Because none of this means anything if you're not doing your energy work, right? You're just going to be reactionary. It's ungenuine. It's not authentic. When the energy, when you're genuinely doing this, it is very, very powerful. Very powerful. And John, you mentioned connection a lot. A big part of this is connection. And I think by holding space and creating space, it allows for connection to happen because you're making that space for connection to be there instead of filling that space up with, I need to have control or whatever it is you're trying to do which can actually, you know, push someone away to not connect. So creating that space, holding the space, I've noticed that's where the, that's where that, that bridge gets gapped. You know, when, when you can do the inner control on yourself and be palms down, it's again, going back to like, you know, that Jedi stuff, it is pretty amazing what can happen after that because you've done that incredible inner work and uh, creating spaces is, is, is super powerful. I, I'd say it's hard too, John, like for me, I know for me, Doing this, holding space for an NBA team, uh, holding space during big, big moments. That's challenging because you feel all the emotions of everyone, but yet you can't react. You're going to choose your response and, and, and hold that space. So there's a lot of body language here, right? A lot of like having good, solid body language, not 
intimidating body language, not scared body language, but that nice, beautiful middle of full presence, fully there. Um, people can read that. So communication is, is our body language. And I think that's a big part to remember when you're doing this is this isn't about saying words all the time. You know, energy isn't necessarily a word. Energy is something that's felt without words, you know, and that's again, conscious energy officer, right? We're getting to, it's always, always comes back to that root. The rare of the energy, that's the thing that actually has the biggest impact on the environment that we're in, you know? So John, anything else about the process that you think is important or any kind of blind spots that you notice pop up for you that, you know, while, while stuff is happening or. Um, I, I think, well, I'll, I'll continue the story and then it'll, yeah. it'll kind of expose some of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why this story is great because it's probably a couple of weeks ago too. So, so it's still very fresh. Um, so I did, I held that space kind of just to jump off what you were talking about. It's amazing. The results that come, we don't focus on the results. We don't try to control. We work on ourselves and our energy, calm, cool, and collected. And it's amazing the results that do come. So this is where we can talk about, you know, pressure is joy, leaning into the discomfort of the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the outcome, right? But when you do this work, the outcomes are beautiful. They're amazing. And it's actually exciting to just hold that space and be present in that moment and just watch what happens when it's real. You know, so so to jump off that the the back end of that story, I, I held the space. I I gave him a moment, I let him get it out, and then I came in calm and cool. You know, I I felt it. So I had to internally I was palms down and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give him a moment. And then I just explained to him why I was asking the questions. Like I understand they ask similar questions, mm. but I have to, I have to do the report. So I have to establish where it happened so we can catch this person. And then that's when he responded or he initially reacted and is like, you guys aren't going to do anything anyways. I don't even care. I didn't want to do the report. And he just went there. So I, again, I gave him another moment. And then I was like, look, in the end of the day, if you don't want me to take a report, that's that's totally up to you. But I'm here to help you. I just want to make sure you're OK, that you feel good about this whole situation, because it's not right that somebody does this to you. And they, we we should you know, look into it. And he's like, no, I don't. Even. But then you can see based on my energy, because I came back in, I recollected myself. I came back in to the present moment. You could see his reaction. It was driving him down. And then at the end, he apologized. Wow. He said, thank you. I, I, you know, I ended up seeing him across the street. And he said he was talking to me. I, you know, thank you for what you do. Such a tough job. Like all these nice things came out next. And he's like, hey, I hope I see you again. You know, but all of that, when he was up here, I stayed here. You know, so I think one of the biggest challenges for officers to remember is we don't match people's energy. We are the energy. We are the composers, the conductors of the energy. Yeah. What you give out is what people will match. They match you 
And if you're calm, cool, and collected, give it a moment. They'll come down there. You got to just stay in control of yourself. Yeah. Hey, John, real quick, because I can only imagine when you, when you hear that feedback, that great feedback, like how awesome that it makes you feel and validates the energy, right? Even more so. I know as athletes, Graham and I, when, you know, we were competing and also when we work with our athletes, um, when we win or when our athletes win, when we get into the locker room or we get with our team or we just get away from all the, the, the energy of it all and get in our car and we're with ourselves and our feelings and our emotions with all that good shit that you just experienced. Um, what was it like when you go back into your car? Like, or what was it like that moment where you got all that great feedback? Is Was it a win for you? Like, walk oh, yeah. me through that. So, so it's, it's very interesting you said that because now this sets up for the end of the story. Uh, or it's funny because you didn't even know the story. But um, yeah, it instantly, for me, like we talk about you versus you, right? You are your own competition. I don't need to be affirmed by anybody else. I know that was a win. I felt the win. And yeah, instantly I'm like, ooh, that feels good. I understand. Like, I get it. Like, hmm. All right. And it just encourages you to continue working on this every day because it's progress over perfection. We can never perfect this. You will feel the feelings. We're not saying that the feelings don't come. But it is. It's, it's very powerful when you feel that that result. I didn't predict that that was going to happen. I didn't know he was going to react that way. And those feelings were going to come up, but I, but it did. And the coolest part is like Graham said, we can talk about it and it's all great right now, but until it actually happens, until you're put in that moment, that's when it counts. Right. right. And so that's why we practice. That's why we practice every day. We wake up. We're grateful. We practice. You keep practicing just like the gym your brain starts to rewire. And now when those feelings come, you're like, oh, I know this. Palms down. Cool under pressure. No problem. I got this. Right? And then you tell yourself, you know, powerful self-talk. That was a win. Great job. Yeah. You know? There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Well, man, what a beautiful place to wrap up this show. What a beautiful place. To wait, wait, about. wait. So I got it. I got it. I got to hit you at the end. So the oh. end, I go back to my car, right? And I'm, I'm in my truck and out of nowhere, this guy's coming up and I'm like, oh, you know, we're in the nation's capital. He's going to ask me a question. You know, that was not his energy I felt. Mm. Back to the present moment. I was in the last scene, right? And all of a sudden I'm like, nope, I got to come back here. Wow. So glad I did because he was coming after me. He was oh. not asking a question. Wow. I felt the energy because I was present in the moment. I was like, oof, nope, this doesn't seem right. Uh, right away, I could tell he was intoxicated. Mm. Um, and then his energy was just, it was, it was not, not, not cool. Um, so he started closing in and I was like, oh, put my hand up like, oh, right. Hold on right there. Like now you're, you're putting me in a position where I might have to react. Yeah. Or respond, you know, like quickly, like this is turning into a problem. This isn't where a paradox, you know, where I can I can solve this with my words. He was he was coming at me. So I, I created distance. I backed mm -hmm. up 
And then, then I tried to connect with him. Uh, I, I brought him down. He's like, why are you here? And just really coming at me. And I'm like, oh, oh. I was like, I did this. Hey, all right. There was a, an assault that happened across the street. Isn't that crazy? And he goes, oh. And, and he thought I was there for him. Come to find out down the street, he committed a, a felony. And I had no idea. But he was coming after me because he thought I was there for him. Whoa. All of a sudden, cops come out of nowhere and just, I brought his energy down. By the time they got there, he was so like wrapped up in what happened across the street because that's where I, I brought his mind. And then they put him in handcuffs and it was end, end of the story. No, no force used, nothing. But again, I felt those feelings, palms down. I'm like, whew, I had to come back to the present because mm. I was feeling that win. And I'm like, that's cool. Like we always say. 500 pound weight when you're surfing you gotta let it go yeah. i just won let it go you know back to the present mm. i was in that moment and here comes just i could have got hurt if i wasn't in that present moment or i could have used force because i would have been put in a situation where i let him get too close you know i did not like i felt it i'm like oh hold on right there and then i took a step back yeah. i yeah. created the space totally. and then all of a sudden I, I stopped, you know, where I, where I was at and I gave him a moment, I connected to something else. And then all of a sudden the cops come, put him in handcuffs and that was it. End of story. Man, great work. It's funny. You're sitting there in a blissful moment, just having done great work. And it, that's the, the danger of success, too, that sometimes you're in that space and it's like in the present is someone approaching you very aggressively, you know. So way to bounce back, man. That's that's really good work. And uh, that's not easy to do at all. It, it was a wild it was a wild experience. Like, I didn't expect any of that, but it's a, it's a very cool short story to share because this is when you're doing this work. This is the stuff that happens. You feel the oh, win. Yeah. You got to come back to the moment. It doesn't matter. Yes, that was great. When we get home and we're in our home locked in, we can, you know, reflect. But right now, as officers, we need to stay engaged in the moment. Be present. It's not about being safe because safety is not of our control. Mm. Man, that's amazing. Well said, John. Oh, my God. Great work. It's awesome. Awesome. Well, why don't we, why don't we wrap on that note? We'll wrap this show up. So great job, everyone. Remember, these are skills to be practiced. Um, come check us out. As always, the Conscious Energy Officer Show is for you, police officers out there to practice this. Thanks, John. Thanks, Grant. Let's do it again real soon. Have a great week. See you.